Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is September 28th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Before we begin, a few things. One, we're looking for a database engineer, possibly a full-time one. If you or want to work with PitcherList and such an amazing project, reach out to me at info at pitcherlist.com. Also, uh, we have the full hiring uh, situation on uh, pitchlist.com slash hiring. Also, we are going to be opening our full-on uh, hiring period here at Pitchlist. We have a lot of different positions. Go check it out at pitchlist.com slash hiring and fill out the Google form with a cover letter and, of course, uh, your full application there. Uh, also... We are looking for uh, investment. That is, we don't want to go with venture capital because we don't really feel like they would be listening to us and actually be making a product that is ultimately what we want here at PitcherList. As I'm not the kind of person that wants to squeeze every dime out of it, I want to create the best possible thing for everybody. So in order to do that, we are looking at individuals that we feel are aligned with us and want to help us make something absolutely special here as our mission statement is baseball for all. If you feel like you might be someone who would be interested in that, uh, please reach out at info at pitcherless.com. I'm going to love to schedule time to kind of go over more of what we're going for. We're looking for a few people as opposed to many. We might actually be having some really fun uh, community fundraising efforts this offseason. But if you feel like you might be someone aligned with that and would like to talk further, please reach out at info at pitcherless.com. All right, so today I'm not going to talk anything about the SP Roundup. You can go read that article on the site because there's nothing to do the rest of the season as all the guys who went on Wednesday are not going to perform the rest of the year. So I, today, on my streaming article, did all four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, refined all of it, wrote all the notes for it, and go check it out on the site, but I'm going to go through Thursday through Friday right now. So today, we have Zach Wheeler, Cole Reagans, Corbin Burns, Sonny Gray, Chris Bassett, and Jesus Luzardo going. I do want to mention that the Tarek Skubal game from yesterday is being finished or completed today at 1 o'clock. That was a suspended game due to rain yesterday against the Royals. And what that does is it means that the Cole Reagans Gibson long start that we're going to be doing on playback is likely not going to start until around 4 o'clock. That's my assumption. I will still be streaming that and watching that. So definitely tune in. I will tweet out on Twitter when we know when the time will start. Same with Discord. But yeah, be there around 4 o'clock. I'll be watching all of it with you and hope to be there too. But just keep that in mind as far as how scheduling goes today. The rest of the guys, obviously, we're going to start all of them. Um, probably start, as I mentioned, Sawyer Gibson Long against the Royals. We're doing that. Same with Jordan Montgomery against the Mariners. Questionable start tier is Dean Kramer against the Red Sox. I'm a little worried that he's gassed. Otherwise, this would be a situation that would have him in the probable start here. But yeah, I don't really love this one. I feel like his fastball and cutter have not been quite in tandem, working in tandem for a bit now. Um, Chris Sales on the other side of it. He has been destroyed by the Orioles this year. We did see 94 miles per hour last time. He has had a good slider last couple starts. So I understand if you want to chase this one. It's just, yeah, this is a very uh, questionable one. Uh, Logan Gilbert against the Rangers has not had his four-seamer pretty much in the second half. Like, I really want to see that start of four-seamer dominance again at the top of the zone. He just can't do it. He can't 
located upstairs like he used to, not nearly like George Kirby does. And the slider is really good, though. It stepped up to be about 50% usage last time, which is really cool. It's It can go either way here. We've seen the Rangers mess up some of the Mariners uh, pitchers already. I'm not quite sure what I want to do. So it's up to you. This is going to be a ridiculous series uh, as the Mariners are fighting for that playoff spot. Um, David Peterson is our stream pick of the day against the Marlins. He's found a way to get strikeouts and... The Marlins, I don't know how you feel about that offense. This could work out for David Peterson. I don't love it, though. I really don't. And I think there might be some better streaming options this weekend. Do not start here. You could consider Dakota Hudson against the Brewers. You could, if you really needed uh, a quality start, he did get eight whiffs on a slider last time. But we've also seen that disappear very quickly as well. Um, Ryan Yarbrough against Rocky Road that likely has some Gavin Stone involved, too. I don't know when he's going to go. Is he going to be open for? Is he not? Is he going to be... Uh, going four innings, three innings, I don't know. Take your pick. If you're desperate for a win, that might be a good shot because he can be open for and then be the guy finishing the fifth. And, well, the uh, the Dodgers could get to Chris Flexen, who's absolutely not someone you want to start today. Um, AJ smith Shoppers after Yarbrough against the Cubs. The only pushback I have here is that he only tossed five innings combined in his last two starts in the minors. So he might not be fully stretched out. It might be three, four innings, something like that, which might mean you also see like Dylan Dodd or Jared Schuster, or just somebody else show up in this one. It doesn't really seem like uh, that kind of start you want to make, but maybe he gets to go through five and is able to go like 65, 70 pitches and do that against the Cubs. Don't really want to do it. Uh, Tuki DeSant against the Diamondbacks. There's just not much to chase here. Maybe some strikeouts. I know he had a good ratio start before, but no. Uh, Marcus Stroman is this down because it's going to be fewer than 85 pitches, probably like 75 to 80 because he went 65 last time, and it's Atlanta. All of that combined just seems too detrimental, while the other ones aren't as detrimental, I think. Uh, You have Luke Weaver against the Jays. He just went five innings. That was nice, but probably not repeated. Uh, Luis Medina against the Twins. He did have a better slider last time. I don't think he goes very long and does much. Uh, Chris Flexen, as I just mentioned, against the Dodgers. You don't want to do that inside of cores. Luis L. Ortiz just has not been good. And it's the Phillies, so you don't want to do that. And Bryce Jarvis against the uh, the White Sox. It's likely a bullpen game there. Uh, looking forward to Friday's games. We have Brandon Woodruff and Zach Gallen as our auto starts. In the probable start tier, it's Lance Lynn against the Giants, Kyle Hendricks against Milwaukee. I know Milwaukee has been good at home the last month, but home road splits I don't really like buying into so much. Uh, Nick Pavetta against the, the Orioles in Camden. It's nice pitching inside of Camden. Park factors, not home road splits. And Pavetta looked really good last time, so I think we're cool with that one. Kyle Quantrill with his new splitter focus against the Tigers. Sure, what the heck. Uh, I did promote Connor Phillips from questionable start into probable start to be the stream pick of the day because I think the Cardinals are really laboring without uh, Contreras and Arenado. And Connor Phillips, to me, is a little bit better than, say, Joe Boyle with when it comes to what his stuff does. Really good fastball. Um, slider gets a lot of whiffs. I feel like both of those two pitches are better than Joe Boyle does. A little bit more... Uh, control or really command of those. He's still a little bit of a thrower, but not as much, I think, as Joe Boyle. And then you have Alan Winans, who looks like he's a starter for Atlanta on Friday against the Nationals. That's a solid play because I feel he's more stretched out and able to take advantage of a matchup against Washington. In the questionable start tier, uh, you have J.P. France, John Means, uh, J.P. France against the Diamondbacks, John Means against the Red Sox. Uh, France, I don't really love... Um, I think it's fine 
France doesn't really have anything elite is the problem. We've seen him be very susceptible. That's why he's questionable. So he could be a win here. You have John Means against the Red Sox as a Toby, effectively. We have not seen the best version of John Means yet. So I'm not really looking forward to this one, but you could steal another win here. and That's okay. Dylan Cease, who just had the best start I've seen from all year with four seamers upstairs and sliders down and... All the golden goal and 11 strikeouts and all that fun stuff. Now he gets the Padres, who are way better. And we also have seen Dylan Cease uh, come and go a lot this year. So I don't have much faith that he's going to repeat it. I mean, if you want to say, no, he just did the good thing. He's going to do it again. We'll look at Christian Javier, who just did the good thing and then didn't do it again. Uh, is he not, not Dylan Cease or not Christian Javier? I think it's just kind of a showcase of how that can show up and then disappear. Carlos Rodon, speaking of which, had 96.5 velocity on his fastball and dropped it to 94 in his last start. Now he gets the Royals, and I don't know what we're going to see. So I'm very terrified about it. It's a coin flip cherry bomb. I hope he's back to 96. If he is, then he should do really well here. If he's at 94, this could be very unproductive. Brian Wu against the Rangers is... Ugh, right, all this is just so tough. Um, good fastball, obviously better cutter last time he's just not really I want to see Brian Wu absolutely destroy with his four seamer and then also with his cutter sorry and his sinker and cutter so yeah very very questionable there you have Nick Martinez who I hope is stretched out I just don't know how many innings he's gonna go if he goes five or six I really like this Nick Martinez Martinez start the thing is he's only gone like four so it was three done four are they gonna actually push him or is it gonna be Pedro Avila who shows up and steals a win or something Ugh, I don't know. Uh, Aaron Savali gets the Jays, and you know Aaron Savali, you know it's the Jays, and good luck. Chunjin Ryu's on the other side against the Rays. Same idea. Kim Waldachuk is starting against the Angels. And that was a surprise because we thought he'd be going against the Twins. Everything got pushed back. Six-man rotation. Then we're Paul Blackburn. We get Kim Waldachuk against the Angels now. And that actually might be good because he has a three-pitch mix with a new changeup that is better than anything he's had before. So we have four seamers, sliders, and changeups. Those are fine as three. It's just, is his commanding consistent enough? I don't know, but it is the Angels. Uh, we have Kenta Maeda, who looks like he is going to be the starter for the Twins on Friday. I would. I want to preach hesitation for a couple of reasons. One, the uh, the Twins are likely going to be using Maeda out of the pen through the playoffs, and they probably don't want to push him too hard here after conditioning him for that. Uh, two, it is Coors. So all of that combined means, yeah, I likely don't want to do it, but there is a chance that there is an opener here instead, and then it is a bulk thing of Kenta Maeda. So then he'd be working more of the pen as they want and also would be in that situation to get the win and all that kind of stuff. Uh, You have Taiwan Walker against the Mets. I don't know what you get from Taiwan Walker. It's like 91 with splitters and cutters and nothing is elite, but maybe it works again. That's all I got. And Alec Marsh is very interesting against the Yankees. Maybe that sweeper does do well enough against them. You're just not going to get a lot of innings. You're likely going to have an opener. So it's going to be like four innings or so, and if he doesn't have the win in that time, and maybe it's like four strikeouts, five strikeouts, he'd be very, very mediocre. And in the do not start here, you have Joey Wentz, who is a strikeout play against the Guardians. I don't love it, but it could happen. Tyler McGill, but it's against the Phils, so it's too risky for me. Nathan Evaldi against the Mariners. I mean, come on. It's 93 and change. I mean, I don't really trust this tight block against the Twins in cores. No, thank you. Chase Silseth, I'm so happy he's returning. He gets Oakland, but you can't expect anything from him, right? Uh, is he going to be able to go five innings? Uh, you have Ross Stripling against the Dodgers. I'm happy the Giants are letting him start. At least I hope they're letting him actually start. 
But how long is that going to be? Uh, Trevor Williams at least has a chance for six, but it's against Atlanta, so no thank you. Osvaldo Bido likely gets opened four and doesn't really do a whole lot. Same with Jake Woodford, or if he does start, it's going to be like four innings. And Emmanuel De Jesus against the Pirates, we just don't know what, uh, how long he's going to go, and it's not very good stuff, so I don't really want to touch that. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Looking forward to Saturday's games. Spencer Strider, Luis Castillo, Freddie Peralta, Justin Verlander, Merrill Kelly, and Michael Waka are all in that top tier. It's kind of interesting. Waka goes against the White Sox, and maybe that's better than both Verlander and Kelly going against each other. I mean, Kelly's against the Astros, more contentious of a matchup, but come on, Kelly's just been so good. But then so again has Waka. So anyway, start them all. Who really cares? And keep in mind, it is Strider on Saturday, not on Friday now. Uh, you have probable start tier of Yusei Kikuchi against the Rays. He didn't have his best command last time. That's why he's not in auto start. But I still do like this one. Eduardo Rodriguez is now going on Saturday. This is confirmed um, with Giolito on Sunday. We'll talk about that in a second. But Eduardo Rodriguez has been pretty consistent and good. Joe Ryan's four-seamer is amazing. His splitter and sweeper slash slider are not. But it's in cores, and I feel like you're going to do that. Christopher Sanchez is killing it with his changeup. Just demolished the mess and now gets him again. Yeah, I think you're going to do that one. Clark Schmidt against the Royals. I know it hasn't been Bliss, and I don't know why he was limited to four, four innings, and maybe I'm too aggressive here because they limited it to about 80 pitches last time, but I feel like you should be able to go five innings against the, the Royals. Like, come on, you can do this, buddy. Um, Eric Cabrera against the Pirates also feels like, yeah, that should be good enough, even though the control has been on and off. Eric Cabrera against the Pirates, I, I feel like if you have that, you're doing it. Um, questionable start here, you have Kling Kershaw against the Giants. It's questionable just because I don't know how long he's going to go. They really want to protect Kling Kershaw for the playoffs. They want to keep him in rhythm, though, but it likely will not be over five innings. It won't be over, like, 75 pitches, but that could be enough against the Giants. We'll see. Cutter Crawford against the Orioles is a very interesting one here, and I think he has enough to pull it off. Um, the Orioles might be resting guys, too, and it might just be a little bit more relaxed. So, Cutter Crawford does need to prove something here. I feel like that actually might be a, a solid um, outing. A little sneaky one if you need some strikeouts. Uh, Jordan Wicks is fine. He's a toe beam. And Milwaukee is good at home, and I don't really know how much I love uh, Wicks's fastballs and Cutter at the moment. I do love the changeup command, though. So we're going to go with Wicks, but I did demote him to questionable because it really isn't an overwhelming start here. And obviously the floor is, he's a Toby, right? Joe Boyle is down here in the questionable start here as our stream pick of the day. He goes against the Angels. That's cool. I did a video on him yesterday. Definitely check that out. But you'll see that he's a thrower, not a pitcher. That is, he's chucking stuff. And also, I'm a little weirded out by how few whiffs he's returning on his four-seamer, where there were times 
that, yeah, this normally returns a whiff and guys were getting the barrel of the bat on it, even when it was upstairs and everything. So that weirds me out. But he has that strikeout upside. The athletics are letting him go deep enough into games that could work out for you. Uh, Joe, John Gray, after his last start, you would think would be higher up. It's against the Mariners. And it's also after being removed from that game with right wrist tightness. So I don't know if they're going to push John Gray here. I don't know if he's okay to go. And even if he is starting, is that going to limit him from being the better self that he was? Because he was amazing in that last start from a skills and results standpoint. Uh, Kyle Gibson against the Red Sox um, is absolutely a cherry bomb. We know this. Zach Littell is also one. I know he just had an amazing start against the Jays, but you can't expect that to be repeated. He still hasn't gotten a win, which is insane. Jose Quintana against the Phillies. He just got 10 strikeouts, so I'm pointing a little bit higher than I was before for that reason. And maybe the Phils are resting this weekend. At the same time, Jose Quintana still had bad ratios in that one because, yeah, it is the Phillies. Davis Daniel wasn't bad in the last one. Better command than we saw in the first one. Uh, and he gets the athletics. Maybe that does work out for six, five, six innings or so for the Angels. Um, something a little bit sneaky there. Tristan McKenzie against the Tigers. We just saw 1.2 innings with six walks, was it? Five walks? Really bad. I'm glad they're giving me another chance, and it is the Tigers. It could be five innings of just much better baseball from Tristan McKenzie. But I do recognize the floor is pretty bad here. Um, Kyle Harrison is getting one more shot because he had an illness that prevented him from starting earlier this week. And this is against the Dodgers, who, again, might be resting. Also, Kyle Harrison wants to prove something here. This is the last start of the year. He's probably going to go all out for this one. I don't know. I kind of want to think that the narrative there speaks to Kyle Harrison doing really well. But again, he's going to have to throw strikes. So we'll see. At least he's home for it. And maybe that extra energy is really exciting. And lastly, inside the question, we'll start here. You have Mike Clevenger against the Padres. Clevenger just won six innings of ratios, but zero strikeouts against the Guardians and against the Padres, and he did well against poor teams. I, I understand that there's a chance in Vargas rule, but man, I don't want to do it. Do not start here. Drew Rahm, maybe I'm too low on this one against the Reds. There is some strikeout upside here with that 91 mile per hour fastball, still returning good CSW marks despite being kind of odd. He just doesn't have anything else there. And the risk, I think, is not worth the reward. But there is an outside chance for that one. Jordan Lyles against the Yankees. I mean, he's a werewolf. Maybe this will be like his seven-inning game. <laughs> he at least has the opportunity. Same with Quinn Priester against the Marlins. I don't like his stuff, but he does have a chance. Brandon Williamson's the velocity has been going way down. He is not in a position where you want to start him here against the Cardinals. I know the matchup and everything, but no. The skills are just getting worse. Call Kaufman. Uh, you don't want to start him for the Rockies hosting, hosting the Twins and Yolanda Don against Atlanta. Absolutely not. And on Sunday, I mean, these are subject to change and be very careful starting these guys simply because they might not go long. They uh, might be changing at the last moment. There's a lot of limitations that often happen on Sundays, but you can also get these um, young guys getting their opportunities and really soaring on that last day too. So, Auto starts here. I mean, Blake Snell, they're going to likely let him go. That's what it looks like right now, but we don't know. They still haven't made the decision. But it's Blake Snell, Kevin Gosman, if the Jays are out of contention, you can absolutely, or not out of contention. If it's locked up, then you are not going to see Kevin Gosman because he's pitching the playoffs. But if they need a, to secure a spot still, it's him. Okay? Whoever would replace him, we don't care about. Kyle Bradish, I honestly don't really expect to get this start, but it is a buy for the first week for the Orioles if they win the AL East. So if they beat the Rays. The Rays don't have it. If they're out of the contention on Sunday and everything, then Kyle Bradish does not make the start. If they are still fighting for it, it is Kyle Bradish. Cool? Okay. I mean, he still could be Kyle Bradish either way. 
Uh, I don't really think they should, personally. Hunter Green against the Cardinals. That, I think, is going to happen because it's uh, because Hunter Green has not been pushed. So he, had, was, he was injured for a lot this year, and I think he wants that one good start to solidify the year. And same with Michael King getting his opportunities in the rotation against the Royals. Probable start to your Logan Webb. I imagine they're not going to start him here. Probably will be Alex Wood instead. Because he just went over 100 innings and demolished them. It's just like, you're good, man. If it is Alex Wood, you don't want to do it against the Dodgers. I uh, hope they let him start properly, though. Um, he deserves one of those. Please don't make him get open for it. Uh, Ryan Pepio, I do think the Dodgers are going to go for it. It is a buy the first week. Also, you don't want to push Bobby Miller. And Pepio is more of a backup, the third or fourth starter uh, for the Dodgers here. So that makes sense to let him go against the Giants to be more comfortable in the rotation. For the Tigers, it actually might be Eduardo Rodriguez here. Instead of on Saturday, the other start, we have no idea. It's a de- to be determined, it's Brennan Hanafy is what I'm seeing, who you don't want to go for. I don't know. One of these two days is going to be Eduardo Rodriguez. It might be Sunday. It might be Saturday. Either one, you're going to do. George Kirby against the Rangers. Yeah, I hope it works out. You might not see George Kirby. All the situations in the playoffs, etc. You understand this. Uh, Mitch Keller against the Marlins. I don't know if they're going to go with him because he's nearing 200 innings, but if they are, I think I would do it. He looks pretty good right now. Lucas Giolito against the Tigers. I love the fact that the Guardians saying, yes, you are making this start, and I think that he has so much to prove going into the offseason uh, in free agency. I feel like he needs to showcase that he's dominant still, and this is the Tigers. I love this start. Billy Ober, I upgraded into probable start after looking so good with his changeup uh, early in the week. This is in cores. I think I'm going to go with that. Bryce Elder is a decent win chance against the Nationals, and again, the offense might not be as good. But yeah, Bryce Elder, I don't see why they wouldn't start him there. Maybe it is someone else, a young guy, that you give another chance, though. And J.B. Sears against the Angels. I like that one because I think Sears has a good arsenal and it's the Angels. And that could be a really sneaky strikeout start to uh, seal your Sunday. Questionable start tier. Justin Steele, I think, is gassed, personally. And if the Cubs are out of this, they are not going to be starting him there. Uh, against the Brewers, I did not like how his uh, command was at all against Atlanta. Taj Bradley, I think they're going to let him go for this one against Toronto. It's a cherry bomb play. Kenny Rosenberg is a very sneaky stream against the uh, the Athletics as he has a good change. I think like Tyler Anderson, but I don't know how good the other stuff is. It's the Athletics, though, and that could really work out for five to six innings. Jose Budo, I upgraded because I think the Phillies are going to be a um, be resting a decent amount of their starters on, on Sunday. And Budo kind of is good. He has a decent repertoire, so consider that one also as a late stream. Uh, you have Tanner Houck against the Orioles. That's a coin flip considering also the it's just a slider and nothing really else for Houck. I don't love it. Adrian Hauser, oh boy, is he just going to chuck those fastballs and sliders and get by against the Cubs? Uh, it's also the Cubs who are fighting for something likely. Hunter Brown, I think, is also gassed and fatigued. He gets the Diamondbacks. has not looked good at all. Uh, I don't want to do that one at all. He might not even get it because of... Houston's all sealed up. They might just say, you know what, Hunter Brown, we don't want to push you anymore. And Michael Lorenzen's probably doing a bullpen game. I guess the Mets, I would imagine they want him to work in that relief role for the playoffs. This is not Aaron Nola. They've already said it's not. So I don't expect a long game from Lorenzen. And also keep in mind that when he was doing well against mediocre teams, he was in rhythm doing that and he's out of it now. So I don't really want to go for that. Do not start here. Zach Greinke against the Yankees. I feel like he's going to go all out in this game. It might have been the last start he ever made was the last one. I don't know, but I'm he's currently lined up for Sunday, and I feel like that is it. That is the game where he goes uh, all the way and sees whatever he can do to get through as much as he can. That might be the last game of his career. So 
I'm kind of curious just to watch that one. Miles Michaelis just did go seven innings of decent ratios, but you're not going to get strikeouts here. And even against the Reds, I still don't trust that he's going to have good ratios. But it is his 35th start of the year, and I'm being insane. If you're dire for a quality start, Miles Michaelis is there. Ryan Nelson is going against the Astros. Absolutely not, with the lack of secondaries and the Astros being good. And even if they rest their starters, I still don't want to do it. Chase Anderson has been weird, so what the heck against the Twins, I guess. And Coors, Brian Hoeing against Pittsburgh. We Too much risk, not going along, all that fun stuff. Cody Bradford doesn't have good enough stuff. You have Jose Arrania against the Padres. Oh, and Jackson Rutledge against Atlanta. No way. All right, but that is it. Good luck this week, and let's get you that championship. I'll be back, of course, throughout the entire weekend and with that streaming article, but that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babs be low and your strikeouts high.